Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is. A uh, quick couple things before we get started. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash getheavypodcast. $1 a month gets you in the door. Early access to episodes and bonus content. Rate, subscribe, follow, and review the podcast on all audio outlets. Uh, it really does help. Check out the YouTube. Hit that notifications bell, subscribe button. Doesn't mean shit to you, but it means a lot to me. And check out the merch, localshop.com slash goodheavypodcast. We've got new merch dropping soon. I appreciate everyone that supported so far. Also, go ahead and give us a call on the Get Heavy hotline, 805-666-2314. And uh, you can leave your weird story, message, answer the question of the week, uh, rates, reviews, fucked up shit, send your memes, texts, voicemails, whatever you want. Uh, know that it will maybe used on the podcast if it is good. Having said all that, enjoy the episode. Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig the Sonics. With the age gap, it's going to be a little weird tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about how urban my family is, right? You don't think that was weird? Well, I still can't watch black porn. Interesting, really. It ruined black porn for you, huh? Maybe we should edit this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. Oh. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have great porn searches, man. You know what I mean? I just don't have them. What? You know, I'm not. It's I'm not real so creepy, much dude. fucking. Fu- really? I no, I don't get that. Oh, dude, I get, yeah. they lose some weird shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, just not black weird shit, dude. I, I, when, when that whole being able to look at porn on your phone, I, you know, I yeah. went diving deep, yeah, and found Japanese porn. Oh fuck. One time. Like hentai, like the cartoon shit? No. Oh. no I, I, I don't get the cartoon Japanese shit. Japanese porn sucks, so don't they blur oh, out all dude, the pussy? No, or they, is, they blur out no, the this, is, this had nothing to do with... Oh, okay. It was bondage and discipline, and it, dude, it was fucked up, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, this is not... I don't know. This man. is not fun. This is, <laughs> you know, fun. this is fucked up. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Never went back. Went back to like kink.com and, you know, the oh, mainstream okay. stuff. The mainstream know. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, put them in a box, Mainst- pee on Are you them, a foot shit guy? Like that. No. Don't understand it at all. Don't understand the feet. No. You got a weird fetish that you're willing to admit right now? Like, like so, you know, no, it doesn't have to be crazy, but. No, I don't think I have any. Well, nothing too nuts. Nothing too nuts. Yeah, you know, I, I don't I, like the bondage shit. It just doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Well, yeah, yeah, hey, there yeah. You go. yeah. <laughs> See, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't do it for me, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's not. I don't know. In yeah. life, maybe I could, you know. But as far as something to fucking crank one out to. I'd like I like to just get to the business, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah. get straight to the business. Um uh, you know. I like pain. 
I like pain. I, I do. I mean, that's, that's, uh, yeah, all right. You know, it's a go button for me. You reach up and get a good fucking latch, you fucking bite the shit out of my nipple. Okay, all right. All right. I am about to yeah. nut. <laughs> that that is like in, unless you're ready for me to stop fucking yeah. don't don't do it okay all right yeah because it good to know. feels great when you're having sex i get yeah i guess i don't know i've i've had i've had that kind of shit and it just doesn't do anything it actually makes me mad i'm like bitch i don't like getting hit like oh you know what i mean no i need to pull my like hands a... out of my pocket while we're having this conversation <laughs> i'm over here like what are you talking oh, about old jimmy john's over here <laughs> Um. Yeah. Pull that thing uh, up under your mouth like this. Is it okay? Yeah. Push it. You can move this whole thing around. You tell me where to put it. Is that better? Yeah. Way better. No. Well, now, I can, now I can see you. you know oh, there I mean? you go. That's so, okay. All right. Can, yeah. Anyway, like I said after last time, I had yeah. some friends going like, "I couldn't hear shit you said, man." I know. Well, that's fucking. Yeah. Fuck you, Mike. Because <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. You go. Perfect. Yeah. Speaking of somebody that's into some freaky shit. Hmm. Mike Hyde is his name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, box. yeah, dude. He's got one nut. Yeah. Hey, I got a friend with that one nut. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. It feels weird. <laughs> yeah. My buddy had it. My buddy had one nut, uh, you know, and I found out about it. Obviously, it was whatever. He ended up getting testicular cancer. Yep. And then had to get it removed, right? But they put, like, a fake one in there, yeah. right? Feels weird, huh? So, yeah, it definitely felt weird. Yeah. I, I definitely could yeah. not touch it. You know what Couldn't, I mean? It, it, but I'd I, hit him. I'd fucking whack. I'd get him in the nuts all the time. And he'd be like, oh, and he'd flinch him all. You know you can't feel it. He's all, it's come on, man. You know? So yeah. It still sucks. It'd fuck him up. Dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, one nut, dude. Man. Well, good job blasting your buddy out in his one nut. Oh, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things that we could talk about with Mike. He's a, a unique little duck. Yeah, I love him. What else love is going on, man? Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank a three Pete, fucking, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I I miss it. I th- I feel like we're going to be doing you know, a lot more of this. Yeah, I I enjoy it. I enjoy uh you know talking a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, having people get to hear my opinion is really important to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a hard day when someone doesn't fucking know exactly how you feel about something, dude. People right. need to hear us. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, why not? Fuck? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh it's weird. It's a weird one, you know. Especially doing these solo ones, it's like fuck, man. You know, you're just like you're really out there on a limb on your own. You know, you can't really do shit. But... I admire you for that. <laughs> I, I, I I really. I mean, I haven't listened to one. Oh, but <laughs> but <laughs> you I still admire you. <laughs> Fucking a man. What uh? What's going on in the bar world? How's the garage treating you? garage is beautiful man yeah you know getting a lot of new people in there and just watching people come in that haven't been in there before and were in there previously mm-hmm. is been really fun like to see their reactions and to hear their comments and just like wow this is not what i was expecting and a yeah. lot of repeat customers and That's a good, lot man. of people coming back yeah, it, yeah. it's been it's been really interesting, yeah. you know, and, and right now, October, this part of the year is kind of with baseball and football and everything, going everything on, going man. on. We've been kind of slow, but I mean, it's, I'm just looking forward to continuing to see new people and build new relationships with right. people. And, you know, it, it's just been a blast just meeting new people and just, I, I love that. You know, I, I love yeah. being in the scene, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's what we've been doing 
for years. And, totally. You know, yeah. and I think that you and I are both kind of because I've I've hung out with you places where where we're in in a situation where we're watching bands and stuff. And I think both of us are like we like saying hi to people, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily want to be hanging out partying with everybody. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. I I have different issues with control and knowing what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and stuff, yeah. You know, from my fun upbringing, but. Mm. But I do love the parties. I love being in that scene, right? You know, when especially when it's our scene. Yeah. Well, you and know? especially you having the, you know, being able to create it is nice. You oh, know, with the bar, you know. Yeah. It's it's, it's hard because as a bar, I mean, it's hard to get. You know, most bars count on that nightlife to solely keep the bar alive, right? You know, the yep. day the daytime shit. It's really fucking hard to make a bar a destination place you know what i mean and i'm sure it'll grow with time not that it's not but you know it, it you know i was thinking about it today uh i was like damn dude you know because i'm my whole life has always been the night you know do shows fucking bring 200 yeah. fucking people in pack the place out and i never consider what a bar looks like in the day you know what i mean like but having to own one now i'm sure it's like you're like fuck how can we get some motherfuckers in here in the daytime you know what i mean yeah for sure i mean but you guys you don't, don't open well, no, we don't, we, we, you know, we open up at two o'clock during the week. Right. So that's on like Saturday and yeah. Sundays. We open, but like I open up at 11 o'clock on Saturday. Right. And I spend two hours there by myself, you know. Yeah. Prepping. Doing yeah. Anything. Watching fucked up porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, it, it's, it's just, you know, people come along and people are going to get into it. It just yeah. takes that time. You know, we, we've had quite the influx of people you know and, and again people that are like yeah i was here once 10 years ago uh-huh. and they talk about it this is the first time i've been in here and then you see them again the next weekend right you know or we've got a lot of people that all of a sudden show up with 20 people right that are like hey we decided to have our birthday party at your bar oh cool yeah sweet you yeah here, here's the tables which, by the way my birthday was a shit show thank you so much Oh, it was a pleasure, Craig. It was a pleasure, motherfucker. <laughs> you and you too. You knew, fuck you, dirty son of a bitch. Fucking giving me that shot. That was the rudest thing that's ever happened to me. One of your friends. It's not my friend. You, a, that's not what I was told. <laughs> He's not now. No, I and, and I understand I that. Disowned him. Yeah, we, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love everybody's you. pretty much disowned him. Yeah, at one time or another, yeah. multiple times. Great guy though. Yeah. Um. But it was a fantastic shot. It was. Yeah, it was, dude. Was it? It literally. It was, I went from having a great mellow <laughs> night to fucking hammered in five minutes, dude. Yeah. It was, and and then I don't even know. I guess I drank like three more fireball shots, and Ugh. you know what I mean. I don't know what was going on over there, dude. It was fucking bad. Like you, I literally, I haven't stumbled <laughs> home from a bar in many years. Like, like I barely fucking made it, dude. I remember almost at one point walking down this street and there was a bush and i was like considering like this is my new home now i'm gonna be <laughs> this is this is my dwelling i live here now you know what I mean? so now you guys know the garage is a great bar yeah, totally. you know come for your birthday yeah. hang out with your friends right. and find a bush and find a bush on the yeah. way out dude. Yeah. I, I i remember thinking like i could carve this out and and be here for now from now I, on it, it, it's happened yeah i just yeah. haven't i haven't been that drunk in a long fucking and there's a reason where i leave for my wanna, birthday where you just want to lay down in the cold grass yeah totally. 
Yeah, yeah. Just wait for the DUI. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, what happened to Craig? Well, he fought the cops, and uh, he's yeah. fucking in prison. I, I think your buddy John. I think that was his fault. John, what's John? You Johnny Dumstall? John? Oh, was uh, it Shimer. his fault? Oh, yeah, maybe. yeah. maybe it was. Shimer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were all doing our best to give you shots. Yeah, everyone fucking got me. Yeah, yeah. I've left for my birthday for six years in a row, and it's just because of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just get so fucking hammered, bro. It's yeah. ridiculous. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. So appreciate that. That was nice. I felt like shit for three <laughs> actual days, like three whole days, dude. And you had such a shit-eating grin on your face when you gave me that fucking that was shot. Awesome. Which, by the way, it was called a prairie fire. That's what it was. And it was Tabasco and 151. Yep. God. 151 wild turkey. Yeah. And a healthy dose of Tabasco. I mean, we're not, we're not talking about like 151 and a couple of drops no. of Tabasco. The drink is red. It was red. Yeah. yeah. And you handed it to me and you had this face. And I went, <laughs> uh, I'm all, who's it from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, I told you after you oh, took the no, shot. No, you told though. me who it was from. Okay. And I made right. me panic. As soon yeah, as I fucking... you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Craig. Craig called Dave. Mm-hmm. Dave Rhodes, my partner. Yeah. Um, and you could take partner however you want. We've slept together. Right. Um, right. But yeah. Non-binary. He, yeah, no. But he, uh, yeah, he called Dave up. He's like, hey, or text Dave. Hey, Dave, Dave, give him one of these shots. And then when he, Dave told me like, hey, we got to get this shot for Craig. And I'm like, okay. And then he told me what it was. I was like, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> not, didn't even think twice about no. not doing it, right? Oh, no, no. Perfect. That's, you know, that's what friends are for. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Great, dude. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. It actually, I, I literally have not drank since my birthday. I fucking, that it made me go sober. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's I've, what a rough I've, night I've it had was. that happened with people around me. Before. I was like, now I'm done. Yeah. The drinking's done. Everything's done. We're done here, dude. Yeah. At least for a minute. I'm fucking taking a break. It was a good night, man. Yeah. You know, one of these days you'll grow some hair again and you'll come back yeah, out. I will. You know, as your beard gets longer. I know. It's as my power comes back. Yes. Yeah. I was I was in a weak moment in the middle of COVID. Dude. Yeah. You know, had a moment of moment of panic. How's your stomach doing, man? Feeling Good, better? man. Yeah. Feeling much better. I'm I'm doing much better. I ate uh like three solid four solid days of clear liquids and then started eating again a little bit it was nice i lost some fucking pounds that was good yeah nothing but, uh, like getting sick to help you lose right yeah it's yeah like, i was yeah. like i should do this more often <laughs> <laughs> fuck up my yeah. stomach so bad that and depression yeah but i don't know they say it's diver diverticulitis but i don't i don't know i refuse to believe i have a chronic condition <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like i can't let my brain admit any of that I'm so like, that's no. supposed to that's something that comes back i guess once you get it it's supposed to be always a problem you know what i mean yeah, I don't believe that either. I don't, I don't think yeah. you had that. I don't think I did. No. I think I just fucked myself up. Yeah. Dude. I was dehydrated all week. I knew that. Eating way too much protein, not enough fiber. I think yeah. I got myself just fucked up, dude. Yeah. I had the, I had the fucking uh, opposite of the bubble guts, whatever that was. You know what I mean? I just fucking, and it just, dude, it, it sucked though. It was a, because I thought, I thought I had thrown it out doing like exercise, you know, like my fucking abdomen was like sore, dude. I was like, God damn. After like two days, I'm like, this is something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I went to the urgent care like an asshole, four and a half hours. And, uh, it, you know, I, God, I literally for the doctor to go like this. Yeah, it looks like uh, diverticulitis. <laughs> I went, is that the technical term? He's like, yep. Yep. 
He's all, don't eat anything. I'm all, that's it. He's all, here's some meds in case you need them. Thanks, man. Wow. <laughs> all that. You know, it's like, it's like, can I get an MRI from, for like for five hours of wait time? Like, can I get at least something? Oh, I got some blood work. That was it. That's you know one I mean? of the things that I've appreciated through this COVID is I've had to go to the, to, uh, urgent care one time for I stopped smoking mm-hmm. and when I stopped smoking your lungs start meth. to clear out yeah no no I still do meth that's, that's <laughs> how I keep this shape yeah um but I stopped smoking cigarettes and and and, and, and it, I didn't smoke very much before and hadn't smoked in a long time but I had started smoking when my wife passed away and so I went to urgent care because mm-hmm. I couldn't breathe right and they took my phone number down. I went and sat in my truck. Right, right. And yeah. they texted me. That's actually kind of nice. That I did like that part. Did you? Oh, you, yeah, you didn't have to too. sit. Oh, no, I didn't have to sit in there. Because no fucking I, way. You and I both come from the same place as a kid where when yeah. you have to go to the fucking doctors or you have to go to urgent care, you do anything like that, you're in the ghettoest urgent care. Oh, yeah. And you're sitting around with the sickest people around mm-hmm. and they're all. They're literally dying around you. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking insane. Or they're not dying and there's yeah. 15 of them hanging right. out together. Yeah. It, you it, know? Yeah. It's, I mean, I grew up in Western Dental and fucking Medi-Cal. That's you know another I mean? bad one, man. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. That's bad. But, um, yeah, it was nice to be able to sit in the car, but for four and a half hours, like, dude, at least stick your finger in my ass or something. I oh, mean, yeah. Come on, I mean, something. Dude. Yeah. You know? we, we'll be back to the porn well, you know, yeah. finger, knuckle, knuckle or two. Peggy. Now I'm not kidding. You don't know, like, you know, some good strong hips. No, mm. okay. me neither. <laughs> Fucking liar! <laughs> it's like the third time you've mentioned it today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, that was a good head rush. Yeah, laughing will get mm. you, dude. Yeah, you know? It does. It does. Anyway, did you see that oh. fucking Dave Chappelle special? Yes, I did, man. That was great. It was crazy, huh? I, I don't. It wasn't crazy. It was Dave Chappelle. It was. What do you think? I mean, really, really good. I mean, my here's my take. Obviously, we know that you know. I knew it was going to cause a bunch of shit, right? Yeah. It's, especially after like the first couple jokes, I'm like, oof, he's getting, he's going in heavy, dude. You know what I mean? Like, on especially the trans issues and all the stuff he he's touching on. You're like, god damn, man, but. It wasn't the funniest special I've ever seen. It was, didn't make me laugh hard like Dave Chappelle normally makes me laugh. Right? I didn't think that it was the funniest thing. I, I didn't necessarily think it was the funniest thing, but I understood what he was doing. Yeah. And it wasn't about about going after trans people. It was saying that we all have our things that we are going through and have gone through. Right. And for you guys to keep attacking a black man about your issues when black men have to go through so much themselves right and you're you're gonna keep trying to attack me about a joke like if you don't want to listen to it don't listen to it right people are listening to it to get mad so that they can then try to get somebody canceled so instead don't listen to it yeah or actually listen to what he's saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And That's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah you know I mean, Never, he, no one, it's not like you have to read between the lines with that guy, right? No. Like, like I said, it wasn't actually, the funniest thing. I, I don't necessarily agree with you on you. You don't have to read between the lines. He said a lot of things between the lines. Sure. Yeah. He said yeah, a lot of things. True, yeah. The going, you know, in talking about his friend and in talking mm-hmm. about, like you guys are complaining about this stuff to somebody that's a black man that that goes through 
like the cop stops and mm-hmm. the the whole thing that you have to go through every day that has been going on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And ever. I mean, right. we, we're still all of these same people that are saying we need to cancel them are still going to say, oh, Black Lives Matter. Right. Which we all understand why we're saying Black Lives Matter. Right. But now you're going, but what you're saying isn't okay. Right. Like, just stop. Stop. If you don't want to hear it, don't hear it. If it's something that you don't appreciate, you don't like, don't listen to it. Don't watch it. You're going in to watch it to just get pissed off. It's all you're doing. Right. You you're came in with that, that mentality, that mindset in. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, like I said, it just, it's, it wasn't, it didn't make me laugh, but it was, it you know, I always, I, 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 I always say, well, I did, I mean, I did yeah. laugh. I, there's yeah. definitely fucking jokes in there, but it's not like some of the older specials that are seriously hilarious. You know what I Dude. mean? Like, yeah. But <clears throat> he has some great jokes in there. But the, and with the reading between the lines thing, you know, the, the problem is, is that he's not saying anything where you have to really fucking think about it to figure it out. The problem is, is that the fucking lines themselves in this issue are so blurry that you can't talk about it without it. You know, like the whole, where is the fucking limit? What can you say about the trans community? What can you say about, you know, any LGBTQ shit, which I I shouldn't have to say this, but obviously we're you hundred percent supportive of whatever it is you want to be. Right. I mean, it's, you know, but the lines on the fucking goalpost that keeps getting moved of where we're where the reaction is and where people get mad it it's never the same it's always moving right so how can you know if you cross the line if the fucking goalpost is always fucking moving and everything's so blurry you know you can't say the word without someone going you know like well my god what's come what's the next sentence that's coming out of your mouth you know you you can't say anything really if if you can always say something to offend somebody. Of course. Yeah. So people need to just, uh, again, the vocal minority Mm -hmm. outweighs the silent majority. Always. And that's what we're dealing with right now. Right. That's what we're dealing with this in the Chappelle special. Mm -hmm. It's trending in the top 10. Still, still, yeah, we'll continue to. Oh, yeah, you know, it's not going to go away, right? And if you listen to that special and listen to the stories that he told, and then listen to the end of it, and you're still offended by everything, then it's not your cup of tea, don't listen to it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it it just blows my mind, yeah, you you know. And one one of the most poignant things I think he said, which, you know, I know it's been brought up on, on a million things, but it really did hit me when I heard it was when you take a man's job, it's this almost like killing him. You know what I mean? And that fucking really, it really made sense to me. You know what I mean? Because every one of these people that bitch and complain, that minority of people that cry, you know, you're taking someone's livelihood away from them. Right. They, they find victory and joy There's total in victory in it you know they yeah. find victory and joy in putting people in their place right and they're upset because somebody's saying something that makes them feel bad or 
just makes them have a reason to say something. Yeah. And they feel like what they're doing is what they're complaining about. A lot of the times. Yeah. They, a lot of people now, like we, we're not supposed to have these conversations without somebody here dictating what we right. say. Yeah. Without someone going, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, and, and if you don't, want to be a part of the conversation or your opinion's different and you think that that what i'm saying is wrong and we're not going to then then just go be with your people go right. go hang out and do what you're be in your do. echo chamber yeah yeah you know i, I, I don't know where you're going to go never challenging yourself with stuff you don't want to listen to right i mean I, I it's just insane i again i all I heard when he was saying all this stuff was like, you guys really just need to like, if you're not, and, and, and he's not the only one that's done this stuff. Like I've heard other comedians, Tom Segura kind of did the same type yeah. of thing where he's like, if you don't like it, don't listen to it. Yeah, of course. You don't have to. Right. There's plenty of people out there. There's a lot of comedians that somebody else might enjoy. I don't necessarily enjoy. Right. You you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, obviously, right. Jay, that person should be canceled. And they're a piece of shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. If listen, if it doesn't make me laugh, they should be dead. That's fucking how it goes, right? <laughs> Look, Larry the yeah. Cable Guy is not for everybody. Yeah, so he should be dead. Yeah, or he he can't definitely kill. Him. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yes. I mean, just kill him. You know what I mean? That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yes. I'm in a podcast. What's up? I can't help you, dude. Don't interrupt me anymore. Sorry. <clears throat> Go find your mouth, Fucking kids! Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love them. I love them dearly. Um. Anyway, yeah, it's it is a fucking it's a whole deal, dude. I mean, you just can't. You cannot. Uh, there was no way it wasn't going to be controversial. And I thought that, you know, the him rapping it around, talking about his friend Daphne, you know, and I don't want to spoil alert, but you know, what happened to her because of her reaction to being a her own communities, uh, her own community attacking her, you know, it's fucking, it's heartbreaking. Dude. And if you haven't watched a special, maybe you should listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause I don't want to spoil it for you. Although it's still very poignant. And I think if you watch the special, even after I say what I'm about to say, you'll still get it. Spoiler, three, two, one. Yeah. yeah, but in what he said in his story and what he was saying in his story is completely poignant to what we're talking about. Right. He is sitting there describing how this person took her trials and tribulations and what she had gone through and what she had dealt with and turned that into being funny. Right. And in doing so, like talking about how she bombed and then talking about all that went right. on. And then for the ending to come around that it came around and how he's like, this is, this person is of my tribe. Right. Comedian, you know, exactly. Yeah. But in doing so also <clears throat> acknowledge the struggle yeah. and acknowledge the struggle and it acknowledged in that struggle, what made her funny. Yeah. You yeah, know, totally. and, and, and then to get attacked for saying this stuff. Totally, man. Yeah. By her own, by her own, you know, the own the her own community that she identifies with you know yeah and it, it's heartbreaking but 
I just don't, you know, the, the problem is, is that all these people that say this shit don't realize that it will come back on you eventually, right? All the dumb fucking things, you know, someone, if you're going to live your life fucking wanting to destroy and cancel and, and ruin lives because of some words they chose to use, I can't wait until it fucking happens to you. You know what I yeah. mean? Because there will be a, re, there will be a pendulum swing. There will be things. And I thought that, you know, I, I don't know if you saw, but the Netflix CEO, did oh, you yeah. hear about all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, a trans yeah. employee tried to, a couple of them tried to barge into a, a board meeting yeah. and fucking make their statements and this and that. And he's like, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> like, yeah. whoa. You know, and I, you know, I don't know, but it's weird because right now the fight is comedians are, uh, you know, the ones pushing back the most as far as this, this oppression of speech, right? You can call it hate speech, whatever you want, but no, let's just not. go with oppression of speech, right? Oppression because of speech. Exactly That's what, what it is. is, right? It is oppression across the board of speech, right? I don't want to hear they a don't lot want of shit. Anybody to say anything that offends anybody that offends them personally yeah. in that moment. You which know what I mean? this whole country, which you right. know the 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 matriarch and we did all this bad stuff, you know that oh, the patriarchy, yeah. yeah, the patriarchy mm-hmm. that went through and created the united yeah. states that everybody now hates obviously if you, <laughs> yeah. you fly a flag you're a nazi mm-hmm. I, and that's you, a weird you fly one. the american that's flag weird, you're a nazi a weird one. yeah yeah i don't understand it, yeah you're, it, it, you know or you're at least a trump supporter right yeah <laughs> it's fucking, yeah it's crazy same thing yeah. i think yeah at least that's what they say you know we and it, it, it it's all the way across the board we we completely lost the ability to have a conversation with people mm-hmm. you know I, I i sit there and and listen to people and just be like oh i'm not i have nothing to say about that right even if i have something to say because they're not willing to hear another point of view right and that's across the board yeah like it's everybody right now is doing that and it's it leads to downfalls of civilizations it leads to places we don't want to be and all these people are thinking this is progressive and it's going to make things better But you're silencing people. You're making it yeah. so that people can't just have an opinion, have a conversation. So they, like, once you get away from uh, social media and in the, in all of that that, that it brings, mm-hmm. I sit and talk with people at the bar all the time that don't necessarily believe what I believe. Right. You, you know, they vote one way or they believe one way or whatever. But we still manage to have a drink and laugh together. Totally, yeah. Yeah, I think you, it you is know. reflect. And it, one of the best things you said is, you know, they try to cancel me on Twitter, but I don't care because Twitter's not a fucking <laughs> real place. Best. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it makes sense, you know, because it, it's not. Because when you get out in the real world and you talk to people, you see that it's not like that. I, I, I can't remember the exact thing it was, but um, this guy was talking about it's called the nine, the nine ten rule or something like that. But basically, it was like on on, on as far as social media goes, it's like it's. 10% of the population is the one crying and bitching on social media, right? 9% of that 10% is the ones that are reacting to it. No, 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 I'm sorry. 1%, the 991 rule. Uh 1% is the ones that are crying and bitching, right? Yeah. Of, it is of, a on small the internet, right? A very 1%. 9% of the people are actually the ones that are reacting and acting off of that fucking off of that shit and feeding yes. off of it yeah. the other 90 percent of us are not saying a fucking word about any of it online no you know what i mean like because when you think about it like people that comment on youtube videos people that comment on this and that like 
you know, it's just, it's a very small amount. It's yeah. It was like 1%, 9% of them of the rest of that 10% are the ones that are actually fucking fighting about everything. Yeah. 90, 90% of us are not saying a fucking word because you're not, we got, we got shit to do, you know, and then get into the Russian bot farms. Oh yeah, totally. Get into the, you know, to, to all of the people that are doing this on purpose Mm -hmm. so that we keep eroding the unity of the United States. Yeah. The the whole thing behind the United States United States being a superpower was we if you fuck with us, it's on. Yeah. As Scorched a country fucking earth. Done. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because we, you know, we're out hunting, farming, ranching, building, mm-hmm. you, you know, we had industry that's now gone. Yeah. But we had all this industry, had all this stuff and all these people working together to build up this country. Because we had people that came from really hardcore oppression in England and in Africa and, and all over the world. And they saw a place where we can go have freedom and build something for ourselves. Right. And that unity, that togetherness is gone. Yeah. It's eroding for sure. Yeah. I, and- I often wonder if we are in the last years of what this place can be. You know what I mean? It. it- it feels like it. It's always felt like it my whole life. But like I said, I was raised like that. You know what if, I mean? If we have, if we can sit there and have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. It, and if we're not, if the conversation isn't working, we can also do like my dad and my uncle would do when they were arguing with each other about whatever. Mm-hmm. They just would have another beer and not talk about it. Right. Yeah. Call each other fucking idiots. Yeah. And then, and then move on. Yeah. Your <laughs> uncle's like, an asshole. What are you doing for Christmas? Yeah. Your <laughs> uncle's an asshole. Yeah, totally. you, you know? Yeah. And, and, but that's. Yeah. And that's where it ended. Yeah. yeah. Wake up in the morning and have breakfast and go about yeah, go doing about what day. we're doing. Not let it eat you alive, no, man. And, and there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of not having enough to do. Yeah. This is true. You know, people are uh, too fucking bored, man. Yeah. You, you, you go to work and you, you are at work all day and you're not really yeah, pushing. You're not really struggling. You're not really. So if you have you time to fucking scroll for an hour at work on Instagram, you're really not working hard enough. Dude. You know what I mean? It's like, and I, I'm guilty of that because I don't work hard anymore. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? You. But you know, I've, I've also earned not working that hard anymore. Yeah. You know, I 10 fucking solid years of fucking killing myself, you know, but it, it's, you see so many of these, so many kids and so many millennials, and I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that it's their fault or anything like that, but they don't understand what actually working or doing something is. Right. You know, I, I was like 12 years old when I got a paper out. Right. You know, anything I could do to work and make money, Mm. you know, my mom and dad didn't say, Hey, you have to go get a paper route. Right. You wanted to. I saw that there's an opportunity to make money. Like I'm going to go get this paper route. Right. You you know what I mean? And in getting the paper route, I learned certain values. Like you have to be there on time. Yeah. You're not there on time. You're not going to have the paper route job and you're not going to be able to make money. Yeah. You you know? Yeah. You get those early, early lessons of of how, how important it is to show up. Be ready for work, fucking all these things. You know, it, it may be getting lost. I don't know. I mean, it is. It is. I, I, I just don't know. Not maybe. It's getting lost. It is getting lost. But yeah. I don't know how to fucking. I, there's no way. I mean, if you keep thinking like that, you're going to have, you know, a, a lot of. Uh, you're going to fucking hate the younger generation. You know what I mean? And I try to I try to figure out how to not hate 
the younger generations. I actually figured out that I really hate the boomers. I think that's really <laughs> that's really who fucked this country up. Dude. I, I I don't hate any of the generations. Yeah, I I I I I think that as time goes on, that and then it as very soon in the future we're going to see a lot more uh leathermen and well you see it now dude you see what's happening with all these strikes right yeah all the fucking strikes dude this is uh, and that is cool that's like a good i'm fucking so stoked on this dude like kellogg's on strike john deere's on strike the movie industry ended up not going uh they were gonna go but they got their contract yeah they negotiated got i mean it's so hard because you're never going to get everything you want, right? With all this, no. Stuff. But that's like, when the but they got the negotiation to where they wanted it. The increase in pay, the fucking all the whatever they're going after, I'm not exactly sure. But this is what I think. You're right. We are going to start seeing with COVID. People have decided that they're done working for shit. Yeah, you know, and that's fucking that's great, dude. Like, why I watched some stuff on uh, Kellogg actually uh, today and John Deere. You know, and John Deere has been on strike for only a few days at this point, but thousands of fucking other workers are on strike. They're trying to bring in scabs or having the fucking the office guys try to run shit and move equipment. They have no fucking clue what it's like to actually work. And Kellogg's the same. You know, these guys are working fucking hours upon hours upon hours for shit pay. You know, uh, and I'll, uh, let me uh, let me cue this up real quick, actually. See if I can do this. Um, but yeah they're i mean they're working for shit pay they're fucking trying to they all they want is like a little bit to fucking survive you know like the guy saying in this video it's they're working uh, the equivalent of eight days a week constantly with no days off you know what i mean i think the generations now are after coming out of covid being at home for a fucking year and then the people that continued working like them, like John Deere, like all these other companies that didn't fucking slow down, their CEOs are making, I think John Deere CEO has got 162% raise over COVID. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's fucking insane, dude. So yeah. it's so badass to see all these strikes going on. Let me play this real quick. Morning, Kellogg is no longer making cereal. Workers have voted to strike last night. This strike went into effect at midnight after the union's five-year contract with the company expired. News 8's Dana White is live outside the Battle Creek Kellogg facility now with a deeper look into this dispute. Emily Donovan, good morning. Members of the union voted on this strike yesterday after negotiations between them and Kellogg went through. You could see that we have buses of employees coming here this morning, and the members of the strike are not letting up. The contract for all facilities expired at midnight, and there is no new one in place. According to the union's website, there are still some issues to resolve in the most recent offer from Kellogg, including the elimination of cost of living adjustments, the creation of permanent transitional positions, no full-time benefits for those permanent workers, and adjustment to the PTO policy, a holiday pay change, and a plan to remove all union logos from products. We spoke with one of the strike leaders this morning. Everybody in this plant makes incredible sacrifices. Look at that, that big fuck, huh? Understand, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> that's work. a big guy. That, that's a East Coast dude. Week, at least. And that's months on end without a scheduled day off. I mean, some some people in the plant don't have a scheduled day off for the entire year. Um, so we're we're not willing to accept that anymore. Union leaders also allege that the most. So we're both both of us are union. 
Right. And and my my dad worked union. My grandfather worked union. You know, it's it's something that we were. I was raised. Right. That, you know, and and so when I was younger, I worked for a company on Olive called Vista Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the only union rebar shops. In I, it is the only union rebar shop in Ventura County. Okay. Um, our union was from LA. Okay. We were the only one. And we work with rebar, busting your ass, busting your hands, you know, like oh, it, it's, 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 yeah. Yeah. The work is so fucking yeah. hard. Dude. And rod busters are fucking no joke. Dude. We're not even, you're not so rod busters. When rod, I was in the shop. Right. So we did the fabrication. Right. Which is still not, you know, you're, you're grabbing 80, 90 pound bundles of rebar, tying it up and lifting it off and putting it onto a pallet right. all day long. Right. You know, and you're shaking bar out, you're shaking out 60 foot lengths of bar to cut down into different lengths for whatever the job may be. Right. Um, when I left there, I was making probably 17, $18 an hour because I was union. It was in 1963. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but that was because I was union. because of your union. I, that the job guys, paid what the, non-union yeah, non-union paid barely minimum wage. Yeah. What, and there was a shop around the corner that they, they paid like, Thirteen and fourteen yeah. bucks an hour, yeah, like yeah. whatever it was. I mean, no bennies, no, no nothing, nothing, right? no yeah. benefits, no you, you, you know, like you and you're 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 destroying yourself, right? Literally destroying your body. Mm-hmm. And we got better pay than what everybody else did. We had good benefits. We have a retirement. We mm-hmm. had all this other stuff. Like these guys retired at a certain point in time. Yeah. You know, if you don't have that. They're just going to take advantage of it. Yeah. Like the CEO making or having a 180% increase in wage throughout COVID. Right. And then they're telling these guys, you're not getting any raise at all. Right. You you know. Yeah. They're on track to make uh, John Deere is like, it's like a record breaking year, like 5.8 billion fucking dollars. dude. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Oh, you can't spare the fucking any help at all. Like, are you out of your fucking mind, dude? You go into these negotiations with these companies. And they don't go into negotiation going, okay, hey, look, man, let's let's work this out and we'll, you know, what you guys got and we'll let's do a little bit of this, 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 and this. Let's right. do that. They go into every negotiation going, we want to take. Like right. we don't want you guys. Yeah, to they've have never this been anymore. in and been like, Yeah, we're gonna yeah, know, yeah. We're not yeah. gonna not gonna fucking take something here. No. Yeah. So it's it's a it's we need more unions. We need more people to get together together. Like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, which is right. really hard to get, but get people together so that people can make enough money to live wherever they're at. Right. Because all of these companies don't care how you live. They just want you to come in and work for nothing. Yeah. Amazon, you know, is they treat everybody like crap. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. yeah you got to wear yeah. wrist straps and fucking, yeah, they're timing yep. you. They're fucking, yep. It's insane. I mean, there is no, the only fucking thing that the argument for the non-union work is that the fucking owner makes more. I mean, there's no other reason. It's very rare that you find a company that is non-union that pays their workers very well and gives them good benefits. Trader Joe's is an okay company. There's still fucking questionable shit going on. You know what I mean? Where they haven't unionized. Because they're oftentimes their bennies and all that shit is better than what the union would offer. 
Now, is there fault in the unions? A hundred percent. Oh, is. yeah. You know what I mean? But what, what I'm seeing now is people are fucking tired. They're fucking overworked. And not, not only now, for the first time, I think, in a long time, these last couple generations have not considered what does my future kid's generation look like? And a lot of these people are starting to think, okay, it's not just for me anymore. What about the next fucking guy that comes in? Right. And I think it takes that mentality for everyone to really shift and think, okay, not just for myself, we don't get exactly what we want, but we're at least moving in the right direction. Generational wealth. The next guy that comes in after me needs to fucking have it better than I had it. That's the fucking yeah. goal. Leave it better than I left it. Right. Just like camping, you know, pack it in, pack it out. But I think it's a first time in a long time where a lot of people are really, really starting to consider that for uh, and it's and it's rare it's not it's not enough you know and what i mean it's, and it's not my generation it's more your generation right that's going like yeah. i i've i've been with my company for 14 years came in as the newest guy when i got there mm -hmm. and watched the other guys that have been there for a long time they do not in any way shape or form give a sh shit about, about me yeah or what like where I'm looking or what's going on with me. Right. All they cared about was mm -hmm. what, what do I get? Right. What's coming from exactly. me? Exactly. How, what are, what am I, you, you know, and then, uh, the last governor, Jerry Brown, Brown yeah. did that whole thing where he made it to where you can't, you can't, uh, God, man, I, I made it really, really hard for people that work in California, they, they did a split with CalPERS and they made it so that there's this tier and then there's this. Tier. Oh, okay. And they took away a lot of the benefits right. of working in the public sector. They took away a lot of those right. benefits and working in the public sector, you work in the public sector because of the benefits, right? You work right. in the public sector because you get a good retirement. Is it because of that like transitional slash permanent employee kind of thing? Like they keep you. Like, no, it's just like, you don't, like I can retire at 55. Mm -hmm. He said, well, I'm 60. I can still work. Why can't you work until you're 62? Right. Or 67, whichever one it is. Oh, when they, they, the retirement age, the retirement the age, yeah. the, the, there's a lot of things that they changed at yeah. that time. I, I, I'm not, it's been a couple years, three, four years since we've had to deal with it longer than that. Since we had to deal with it. Right. So I don't remember the exact, um, wording of everything but it, it literally was taking away all the benefits of being a public worker right People which what does that do public center don't what? they don't make enough they don't make a they don't make money. that much anyway but, but what know, does that do when you take away the incentives you fucking don't work harder right no. you, you know what i mean and, and you know the big joke you know in my industry is you know watch the fucking state guys work <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like you know i work around the county guys they're not known for moving real fucking fast. There's some nope. guys that fucking get busy that know what's going on. And, you know, even in my own union, there's people that are just dicking the dog. But, you know, when you start taking away the benefits and you start taking the pay away and you start fucking chipping away at it in the, in the fucking guise of, you know, oh, you guys don't need this and this and that, you know, but we're going to squeeze you harder to fucking try to get more production out of you. You a hundred percent will not. You know what I mean? You're, no, it, people are not going to work harder if they feel underappreciated. And they're they're not they're if they're going to do that and they're doing it for a reason. 
if they're doing it where like, okay, hey, we need to make sure that this, or we need to take care of this, or we need to take care of that, mm-hmm. then then don't give yourself a raise right after you do all that. Right. You, you, you know, right. don't don't sit there and say, hey, look, you guys are making too much. We can't sustain this. But I'm going to fucking Greece. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. I, I need a new car. Right. I'm yeah. driving a Mercedes. Yeah. You're driving a, a whatever car you want. Right. That's, that's not a Mercedes. <laughs> that's not a Porsche. Yeah, exactly. It's not a brand new Tesla. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, the, yeah. there's a definitely a big difference in admin parking lot and maintenance oh, parking 100%, lot. hundred percent, dude. Yeah. You, you know, and you know, great. I'm very fortunate that working where I work, we have a strong union that backs us. Right. Yeah. My union is not necessarily the strongest, although it's one of the biggest in the United States. Yeah. But I, you know, the longshoreman is a pretty strong union. So well, yeah, you, you see know, what's going on at the docks right now, dude. The fucking yeah. you know, they got container ships up the at 200, 300 container ships. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on with the docks because I see. I see the truckers blaming the fucking longshoremen. I see the longshoremen saying truckers don't want to come back to work. I see videos both ways where there's hundreds of trucks waiting and no one loading. And then I see, you know, the same where they got hundreds of ships and no trucks. You know what I mean? So I don't know what's going on out there. Do you have any idea? Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of everything. It is a little okay. bit of everything. Yeah. It is. It's always right in the middle, right? Yeah. The it's, in the it's, middle. There's a lot of people that they want all of these people to come back to work, but then there's people getting sick. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of fear and stuff that still goes on. And, and there's just a lot of product out there that they're just having a hard time getting it unloaded. Right. Um, Luckily my port is booming. Right. We're it's, it's insane how busy we are. Yeah. You know, but they're just having a hard time getting all of those ships in and unloaded because they have these different rules and restrictions mm. in how they can do things. Okay. And if somebody goes into the union hall and they're sick and they get sick and they get everybody else sick, right. You, you know, yeah. All of this stuff is going to work itself out. It's just another part of what we have to deal with and yeah. figuring out how this COVID stuff works. Totally. I mean, you and, know, you, know you, you hope we fucking get out of it. I don't know. It's insane, but. Yeah, yeah, I just, it, what I do, you know, what it does give me hope time. is to see all these strike. They're calling it strike tober. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is cool. It's like, fuck yeah, man. I just did a class on Saturday for my apprentices. We do an intro to the union class and that whole class was on union strikes, how the unions are created. So I'm fucking, I'm all fired up on Saturday when I get out. You know what I mean? Cause I fucking, we talk about the Haymarket riots, the Pinkertons, the homestead fucking strikes, you know, the fucking piece of shit, uh, uh, the uh, Rothschilds, you know, the fucking oil and the steel and the railroads and all that shit that yeah. was going on back then, you know, and then the, and, it's and then still going on. Oh, it's still going on now. Yeah. But, you know, they're um, it, it was it's cool that I've, I'm just so stoked to see that people are fucking fed up enough to be like, nah, man, fuck this, because I've always said, you know, the power is in the people, you know, either whether you're consuming product or whether you're fucking working to build product. That's where the power is. It's not in these fucking, it's not in the owners. It's not in the stock market. It's none of that. When people don't fucking show up to work, shit changes, right? And you saw it with the movie thing. They threatened to strike fucking movies. The movie people panicked, fucking renegotiated the contract. They got at least what they were enough to where they went back to work. 
Yeah. You know, and another thing, the fucking that, and this is another thing that pisses me off is that you see all the, what's going to happening in the movie industry and you see all these fucking actors all over the place. They got all things, all kinds of shit to say all the fucking time about everything. Meanwhile, their fucking own employees that they're working for, they're bragging about making millions of dollars on movies. These guys are grinding themselves into the fucking earth and not one of them says anything. I haven't seen one single actor speak on the possible no, protests. They're, they're not going to because they want to keep acting. Exactly. It's fucking yeah. bullshit, dude. But it goes so back to Spare the... me the fucking speech next time on the fucking Academy Awards, dude. It's, it's, it really goes back to just... You know, without it, it's hard because I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I'm right. not into it. You, you, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I like not, it, but, but yeah, it, it's it goes back to they're doing a great job with the media and keeping everybody against each other. Right. When you see a regular working class guy that's like anti-union or anti-organization and getting that stuff together, you're like, do you understand how this works? Dude, half of them are in the union. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Like, yeah. You know, I'm in a union and half of them are like, this fucking bull. You're like, you're an idiot, dude. Shut the fuck up. Why don't you go do it for $15 an hour then? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're so fucking Mr. Oh, you know, I'm a fucking good operator. It's like, you're on the out of work list and you're here at my site training because you ain't working over here. Yeah. Tell me that the union ain't doing shit for you. Why don't you get better at your job, dude? You know what I mean? I, I talked to somebody one day that is an operator. He was at the port. They were tearing down a building mm -hmm. and uh, they had, I can't remember which company it was. And I'm sitting there looking out across at the stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And there's like five or six guys yeah. operating. And the youngest one was probably 50. Right. And I'm like, dude, what's, what's up here <laughs> like he's just all we can't get people to work yeah i mean you know he goes they 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 come in here and they you know but once they realize oh wait a minute i actually have to work oh you really have to work yeah, yeah like totally. you can't you don't just hop up there and all of a sudden you're operating the dozer right we need guys down here doing stuff yeah, shoveling well. dude. yeah doing yeah. shit you yeah. don't want to fucking do yeah you know and, and they won't do it for what what do you get starts at twenty two, twenty three? No, our fucking apprentices start at thirty, dude. Max out at like fifty three. It's fucking good money, dude. Jeez. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it operators make great money, bro. But it is hard. I have a bunch of friends that I love to death, and I wouldn't recommend hardly any of them come do what I do. Because <laughs> first of all, they wouldn't like me anymore. Second of all, they just a lot of people can't do this work. They fucking don't have it in them. Yeah. You know, and when you really do the work, even like working in a factory like Kellogg, fucking seems mindless. It seems, you know what I mean? All that shit. But it's fucking hard, dude. That shit's it not so... fucking easy. You know, like no. watching those people work in the strawberry fields all day for $2 a box, 60-year-old grandma's running. You know, it's or, like, or go out there and do that, go, motherfucker, and then go, talk to me. Go from that to the processing. Right. Where Dude. they're standing there all day processing the strawberries. Right. And then, do like, it is, it is, you know, when I was a kid, I worked at a place in Oxnard rebuilding pallets. Oh, the pallet place? No, it wasn't. It was, like, fruit, wooden fruit oh, pallets. Okay. It wasn't, like, the pallets we know. Yeah, yeah. It was pallets for peaches and stuff that, sure, that go sure. back out in the fields and stuff. 
and you they sit there and go through and then they when they find a defective one or when they need one rebuilt they just kind of throw it at you right and then you got to take pliers and you got to rebuild this pallet right and hard 40 hours a week (laughs) just standing there bending a nail and tapping it back in and yeah you know and and you do that for years yeah you know there's a lot of people that are working there that have been working there for years right i'm all "Eh -eh, i'm not doing this there's there's something else yeah you know i i got out of rebar working down at the shop because one of my bosses that's a dear friend to this day was like you don't need to do this, man. Get go the fuck find out something. Of here. Yeah, go yeah. go do something else. Dude. Totally, this man. Is not you know. Well, and it's like I had I had my old man kind of fucking you know. I, he's always worked really hard, dude. Like he's done one thing really well his whole life, and it's worked his fucking ass off, right? And I heard him talking to some guy about fucking, ah, fucking, they don't want to work, blah, blah. You know, just saying something. And my dad, my he goes, motherfucker, why don't you come to work with me one day and just bend over the amount of times <sighs> I do. See if you fucking last, dude. You know what I mean? It's like, he's like, why don't you jump out of the truck every time I jump out of the truck? Fucking bend over and grab something, carry it around, see if how fucking long you last. Shut the fuck up, dude. You know, like, he's bitching about guys not working hard enough or whatever. And, you know, it's just like, it's so asinine, you know, because people really don't understand how hard some of this work is, or at least, like, mentally draining. And for people to be working for a year straight without a fucking day off on an assembly line. on an assembly line like how are you not bringing a gun into that place dude <laughs> you know I mean? because it's there's like, metal detectors at the front door so, so you yeah. can't and nets around the building you know yeah I mean? so you can't jump off and kill yourself you know in in honestly those guys at kellogg that are doing those jobs are probably making a fairly good wage yeah i mean they're, I'm, I'm guessing from what's happened in the past when i've watched our negotiations mm-hmm. they're trying to make it so that they don't get compensated for this stuff they don't get compensated right. correctly for overtime they don't mm-hmm. you, you know they just they're trying to take stuff away i there was something on there that was like they were trying to take away i can't remember what it was i saw it on there but that's what happens and then you're like wait a minute I'm already working eight days a week. Right. Totally. You know, I haven't no, had a day off happen, in two dude. or three months. Yeah, exactly. you, you know, and you want me to work harder? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, man. Yeah. I, I'm just, it makes me so stoked to see it because it means people are fucking really thinking about it. And, well, I think and every tired. one of these is all because of con- a, a contract, a negotiation contract yeah. is ended. Right. So that now, and, and our, my union's coming up for negotiations again too. And that's uh, great. You know what I mean? We're, but, ahead, we're, we're, we got, it's coming. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. I like to see the fact that people are fed up enough to where they're like, fuck this, dude. You know what I mean? This is We, this we is can't live here. We go back, going back to our kids and, and, you know, you, to get a one bedroom apartment, 15 or 1600 bucks. Yeah. For a California alone bedroom, is insane. Yeah. You know, and, but then there's not jobs that are compensating enough for people to actually afford to be able to do that. Not at like all. It's not, you know, they're renting rooms. Right. For a thousand families are renting yeah. rooms. Yes. Yeah. It's, and then they don't expect people to have fuck minimum wage, have a living wage, living wage, have yeah. a just enough to where, and it's not, it's just enough. Right. You know, you and I've both been there. It's enough for you to buy the absolute necessities. Right. And not, you know, you're getting Cheerios, right? You're not getting Captain Crunch and Cheerios and Raisin Bran and <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon Toast yeah, Crunch. Yeah, totally. You're getting Cheerios. Yeah. 
you, you know, yeah. and, and you're not going to sit there and eat two bowls. Right. Hey, no, no, no. You can have one bowl. Yeah. And you can have another bowl tomorrow. You know, you can wait until you get to school. Yeah. And you can eat at school. Until Papa smokes a joint and eats two bowls. Yeah. And not or, yeah. <laughs> or one really <laughs> one big really bowl. Really bowl, big bowl. Dude. What's your go-to bowl yeah. of cereal, dude? Oh, uh, uh, Cheerios and Raisin Bran mixed together. Oh, together. Yeah. Ooh, look yeah, at you, it. dude. Yeah, That's yeah. fancy. I don't, I, I, I haven't had a bowl of cereal in. Yeah, you know that was my guilty pleasure for a long time, dude. I'll fuck up some uh, cinnamon toast crunch, bro. So good, bro. (laughs) It is so good. My kids, man, I fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I I actually when we went shopping today, they had pulled something out. I'm all Kellogg. We can't buy it, and they're all what? I'm all, we're not buying it. And they're all, it's so good. (laughs) I'm like, no, we're not buying it. Look, (laughs) I I'm gonna do my part. (laughs) I we're buying Nabisco. The other pieces of shit. To this day, and yes, Nabisco is a piece of shit. Yeah, they're so terrible. To this day, I know that there's things in Walmart mm-hmm. that I can go get. And Way I will cheaper. do everything imaginable right. to not go there. Right. And it's not because of of the people that are there. No. It's not because of the people that work there. It's not because of anything else other than... The Waltons are pieces of crap. Yeah. They make billions of dollars. Some of the richest people in the United States, if not the world, they're insanely wealthy. Right. And they won't take care of their employees. Yeah. They don't do shit. You know, or when they built the Walmart in Oxnard. Right. We'll build this. We'll do this. And we'll use local union workers. And right. Blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as they got the contract to build it, they're like, yeah, we'll do what we want. Exactly. You yeah. know, totally, man. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm glad to see people are fed up. I'm glad to see people are standing up. Hopefully, they stay stand strong. up more. Yeah, that's you, what I want to see. Dude. And hopefully, and you're seeing this in places like Detroit, and you're starting to see a little bit locally here. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, when you guys are all scrolling around Instagram and you're on Facebook and you see that guy that's that's out, you know, making axes or knives or yeah. somebody that's that's making blankets or throws or shawls or hats or whatever and you see somebody that's actually doing it themselves yeah buy their products man 100 spend a little bit more get their christmas gifts get your stuff from them and don't go shop at walmart man you know and if we do that and we support these people then they can maybe hopefully make enough money that they can take care of themselves 100 percent. you know we don't have any industry here you know and it's because we're well, we have it's farm industry. That's it. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's a that's a it. tough cookie to crack. Yeah. No. I you know I don't know. Uh, you want to give some advice, bud? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah! All right, so again. we put it out there. We're doing advice from Craig and Big J. You guys responded. I appreciate everyone that's reached out. Um, we'll go through it and uh, let's see. All right, so here's the first one. I've got a friend. I lent him my car, and he texted me. Saying, it will buff right out. Should I be worried or should I just report it stolen? <laughs> okay. So he left out the name of the person. Right. I don't um, want to blast anyone here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the name was C. Curran. Right. Um, oh, relation? Could be, might maybe be a relation of mine. Um, yeah. If he calls you up and says, don't worry about it, it'll buff out, call it in stolen. Immediately, you know, and 
next time, seriously consider what you're doing before you lend your vehicle to suspect individuals. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've all driven with people that we know are a bit of a lunatic <laughs> and sometimes have suspect driving and, uh-huh. you know, so consider that next time before you loan your car to an individual like that. And yeah, if he says buff it out, there's a really good chance you're probably going to have to go to a body shop. Yeah, uh, definitely. If you get a, if you get that text, you, I mean, first of all, yeah, I don't, as a guy who's ended up giving a couple cars up, you know, to family members, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? In need with, oh, yeah, obviously yeah. they're always going to pay you back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah we'll pay you back. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking sure you will. You know, if I were to get that text, I literally, like, I think I would, I think I would just be like, yeah, it's stolen, dude. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to fucking report a stolen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, could, so here's the lesson. Don't ever help your family. No. Don't help your family. No. Never help them. That's the best thing you could do for any family member when they come to you and they're hungry and they need help and they're fucking begging and they want you to watch their kids so they can go to their job. You go like this. You look at them straight in the eyes and you go, I love you. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm way down to help my, but of course I have, I have family members that, that, that tend to be a bit heavy footed. Yeah. A little bit. Huh? And, and yeah. And, and sometimes riding with them can be very scary. Yeah. Oh yeah. And sketchy. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he, you know, they tend to talk a lot as they're going around corners yeah, and totally. 90 miles an hour and a Volkswagen square back <laughs> screaming how it handles like a Porsche and you're watching the back wheel no, come flying. It's not handling you. It. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. that, 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 that's when you start questioning whether or not you really should consider loaning this individual your car. Yeah. You know, if you know the guy is a lunatic. I don't, also, who asked to fucking borrow cars? Well, when you got dirt to do. You know, if you I got mean, something you got to do. Come on, in your car? Your car? Take nope. his car. Nope, nope. Carve those people out of your life. Yeah. Anyone that asks you to borrow your vehicle, fucking don't uh, ever talk to them again. Ever. Don't ever talk to them again. Don't let yeah. people ever fucking borrow your car. Yeah, most people just don't want to borrow my shit. Well, yeah. Nobody, because they all know that if anything happens... Just pack your shit up and move. Like, like leave the don't country. even, don't, don't just, you know, I'm going to lose my shit and it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, good, good lesson. All right. So, All right. Yeah. Next. Don't help your family. Got it. <laughs> How do I deal with a family member who will not admit Jethro Tull sucks? Wow. Huh. <laughs> That's my favorite question. That's rude. First of all, that is really, really rude. Are you a Jethro Tull fan? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. dude. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, no. They're so fucking bad, dude. No. Flutes. Ah, oh, dude, he's Flutes. incredible. He's incredible. He's, it's, first of all, that's not even his name. It's uh, Ian. Who gives a Ian fuck? Anderson? Ian, no, who gives it, a Ian fuck? Ian Anderson? Get off the it's stage with the Anderson. flute, you Ben Franklin Man, looking nah, motherfucker. You know, first of all, I would just like to say whoever asked this question, go fuck themselves. <laughs> And Craig, you can go fuck yourself as well. <laughs> no, this is why families break up, guys. No, man, this is this is narrow-minded, egotistical shit where people just don't like to, you know, think outside the box, listen to something different. You know, he... It's uh, not like Jethro Tull's an underground breath? fucking local artist. Local. I mean, come on, dude. Fucking, fucking flutes. Get the fucking flutes out of here. Man. 
I mean, I, I smoked a lot of weed. Fine. I understand high, liking music school. for a time and place. Yeah. yeah. But Jethro Tull fucking sucks. No, dude. they don't suck. Come they on, suck. No, they have a couple no. good songs. But okay, name one actual good. good album. I, I Exactly. I, you I, fucking can't. You can't name <laughs> one record from Jethro Tull. I, I besides I, the one with the weird guy with the weird eyes on it. See, you obviously know more about this than I do. So I'm guessing you're a closeted one. No, I because fucking you hate, actually... I worked at a record store. I oh, saw okay. that album all right, every all right, all right. in the sale bin for a dollar <laughs> all fucking day because everyone yeah. else on the planet I, I, knows I Jethro Tull sucks. I couldn't. I've never bought an album or a tape, but if it comes on the radio, I'll turn it up. God damn. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. This is. And I don't again, think this is going to work. Whoever, whoever fucking wrote that in can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Because they knew exactly what they were doing, whichever one of you pricks did it. Oh, my God. I mean, they're the worst. The last thing I want to hear in a rock and roll song is a flute solo. Love it. God. Oh, yeah. Saxophones, flutes, drummers that sing. Go fuck yourself. Oh, Jesus. So no Genesis. Fuck Genesis. You're a communist. You You are a fucked up individual. Hey, man. You are. Next question. I'm the generation you created. I'm the generation you created. You disgust me. <laughs> Next. Fuck Jethro Tull. Uh, carve them out of your life, too. That's the same guy that likes Jethro Tull. It's the same guy that wants to borrow your fucking car. <laughs> Man, the guy that likes Jethro Tull is probably your supervisor at work. Yeah, and he's a dickhead, too. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. All right. Next question. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. All right. I'm sure this is a joke. My penis is so huge. That when I get an erection, I get lightheaded. <laughs> Any suggestions? Restrictive sleeve, an infusion machine by the bedside, please help. I use an oxygen mask. Do you? Yeah, I keep one by the bed because I usually wake up in the morning with a heart on. Do you? Yeah, and then as I start to get up out of bed, I'll start to get lightheaded. So I just oxygen mask it real quick. <laughs> that yeah, is. that's all you got to do. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oxygen yeah. mask. Oxygen mask, man. You got keep it. one by the bedside. You wake up with that morning wood and you start to get up and you get lightheaded because it's yeah. huge. You just oxygen mask it for a minute. You 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 know. The good thing though is if you do it right, mm-hmm. you kind of get the fixation thing going at the same right, time. Right, right, right. So then all that, it all just that kinky makes, porn oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. There you so go. you don't even really have to choke yourself. Yeah. You just kind of get up real fast, and then before you pass out, you hit the air, and then you jerk all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to get it out. Yeah, yeah. But I sense. I also wear safety goggles because sometimes, hey man, you know, safety first. Yeah, dude, catching one in the eye sucks. <laughs> In your own yeah. eye? Well, you know, it happens. How hard you know? are you racking that thing? Well, dude, <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm already trying not already to pass out, and I fall back. I might smack my head on the bedboard a little bit. Yeah. And then it's the part fucking of the, electric part of nipple the clamps, and it just, it's a fucking thing. All right, man? You I don't know? have that problem. Yeah. I don't care. All of that while yeah. listening to locomotive breath. God. I, I mean, it, that, there's not, that song, that shit is a absolute click killer. It's a dude. rumble Ugh. in the jungle. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it a rumble with all a flute right, solo? All right, all right. So now you guys understand how to deal with a giant erection. Right. And it, and it's, it can be challenging, but it's manageable. Here's how I deal with it. I don't. Cause I don't have one. All right. My shit's for growing, not for showing. <laughs> yes. Oh, all right. Yeah. But it works. It works. There's proof. And I'll yeah, get yeah, I'll get you pregnant if I want. You came out to. here a little while ago, right? Like, and interrupted the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spawn. Yes, your yeah. kid. I'll get you pregnant, Jay. Yeah, That's how I, hard I'm already my shit there. Works. I know. Been pregnant for quite a <laughs> while. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Penises. Let's see. We got. Oh, okay. Ready? Here's a good one. 
I've recently discovered that my husband is wearing bras and panties and lingerie, etc. When I'm not around, I've discovered selfies of him that he's taken himself in these things. Should I tell him I know and ask him what's up? Is he sending these pics out to someone or are they for his own pleasure? How do I proceed? This is a complicated issue. Oh, I love you guys. I I really do. Um, First of all, I have put on women's underwear just to try them on. And it is pretty nice. They're comfortable. They're, I could see why. Like, yeah. I, I walked past this chick today at the beach before I dropped my kids off at school. And she was wearing those, like, flowy, very thin, like, hemp pants. And I literally got jealous. I was like, if men could dress like that, it would be crazy. Like, to feel that breeze, like, you know what I mean? Like, in it's your a, junk. A kilt. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But the kilts are thick and they're rough and they're not, like, lush. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um. So I understand the allure of it. Yeah. It's not my thing. A bra, I'm not, I don't get. The women's underwear, I absolutely do understand. I, I can honestly say that I don't think I've ever put on women's underwear. Yeah. I, which surprises me as I say it. I, I've done it as a joke just to get my, light, my okay, wife to laugh. Okay, see, I can you know understand I mean? that. Yeah. You, you know, I, but, it's not my thing, obviously. I'm pretty boring, apparently. I, I would say just, you know, if it's his kink and that's what he's into, um, maybe bring it up over a cup of Cheerios. Um, <laughs> you know, like, like talk to him about it. See, you know, see where it goes and see, you know, and see, you know, if, if he's into you, but he likes the underwear, let him wear the underwear, man. You know, yeah. um, have him get his own though. I know they're expensive and you probably don't want to share. It's yeah. kind of, you know, I'm going to be a little stretched out more in the front. Yeah. Hopefully you don't want the you fucking, know. you don't want the, uh, smell of a nut sack yeah. in your beautiful yeah. underwear. Yeah. Um, you know, just give him a chance. Let him, you know, explore and understand. You know, this is this is, you know, pretty important to some people. You know, yeah. I yeah, I'm not doing it. I, you know, <laughs> oh, that's you know, where you draw the line. Yeah, yeah, Women's clothing. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know, if if it's her kink, I might, I, you know, well, here's I might the thing: to do it, is but. so the question is really, it's not so much the behavior, it's the pictures. And what do you do? You know what I mean? It, it what that's where it gets a little little dicey, right? Yeah, man. So I, I, are you such a fucking psycho that he has to do this in the dark and think that it's hidden? I mean, obviously there's a lot of shame built into this stuff, right? If he's doing this shit and he's posting it out on the internet, he's trolling for dick. Like yeah. if he's doing this he's, stuff and he's he's putting it out yeah. there like but he's not putting it out there with you, yeah. there's other underlying things going yeah. on. There might be a meth habit. You know, there oh, could be some yeah. other things I wonder if there's a on. correlation between meth and, and cross-dressing. It like would, well, there's, well, let's go, you know, there's, there's <laughs> a, there's a correlation between meth and, and a lot gay of men and, yeah, this and, is you true. know, yeah. you, you know, the, yeah. there's a whole lot that goes along with that. There is fascinating, yeah. you, you know, um, I would, I would definitely, you have to address it right now that, you know, you have to address it, but are you okay with it? That's the thing. Are you okay with it? Yeah. Are you okay with him letting him be his little freaky self? Or can you give him enough fucking space to let him be him with you? Yeah. Or does it weird you out so much that you can't or do it? Or you just take the pictures, pass them out to all your friends, know that he's a horrible piece of shit, and you divorce him. Yeah. You know, there's that too. That's a toughie, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you love him, you have to bring it up. 
yeah. you have to address the fact that you know it's happening. Or you can't. How how long could you be married to someone and know that they've been doing this and not let not say something and taking your shit? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean. Go buy something to fit you. you <laughs> I mean, you maybe know? they're the same size. Yeah. 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 Or maybe I know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And take pictures and send them out to everybody you know and divorce a little piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I, you know, be accepting of it. Fucking or, yeah. or pass it around the internet or pass. Or, yeah. Either yeah. it's one or the other. Grenade it yeah. or fucking, uh, let him fly. Let yeah. that freak flag fly, method. dude. All right. Let's see. Okay. Here's one. Oh, I got. Uh, I love you guys, by the way. I really appreciate you guys a lot. You guys are hilarious. I'm pretty sure my son is gay. I don't really know how to approach it. The worst part is, uh, I can't really tell he, the Texas dog shit after that. But a guy who thinks his son is gay doesn't understand how to approach it. I don't know if he accepts it or not, but doesn't want to bring it up with his son. Do you have a son? You don't have a son. No, I don't. But I have a lot of nephews that I question <laughs> all the time. Yeah. You know, they're, they're very questionable. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man, It depends on your comfort zone. I mean, if he is or if he isn't, who cares? Right. So if he doesn't want to bring it up, don't bring it, it up. Don't bring it up. One of these days, he might come out. Or one of these days, he won't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Genetically, chances are you were probably that way, too. And so you just pass along your genes. So <laughs> You think it's genetic? No, I don't. I want to <laughs> clarify that real quick. I want to make sure. I don't I know if it that. is. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't I think it's no genetic idea. at all. I think that, that you either are or you aren't. And if you are, who cares? Yeah, I don't know if it's a genetic component. Yeah. component I, I, I don't at I, all. I believe that. I'm really glad. I have yeah. family members that have been gay since the day I've met them. You know what I mean? And oh, they yeah. came out and everyone's all, yeah, no shit, yeah, dude. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No shit, yeah. dude. You know? But, you know, if, if you want to bring it up with them, bring it up with them. But. Just let them be them. Do it out of love, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, the it, fact that even amen. someone asked this question has to mean that they're willing to accept it. Yeah. Right? Because you would never, if you were like a homophobe, you would never ask this question to anybody. No. Right? Well, no. Assuming. Definitely not us. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd never ask this question to anybody. I, so I, I would assume by the question itself, you're okay with it if he is. And I can understand wondering if your kid's gay or not you know what i mean i i have this these own things going on in my own life right now you know and i have two I, sons dude i have and and for a long time almost all my nephews are questionable <laughs> yeah but that's it might there's be a gener- lot of them that might be the generation yeah they all wear those tight little pants yeah that is with weird. those little fucking like they don't have legs already like <laughs> yeah. they're little stick <laughs> yeah. figures yeah. and then they wear tight pants like well it's, that has nothing to do with it too you're Tight pant tightness has no correlation with you sucking dick. You sure? Pretty sure, dude. I yeah, mean, look at your pants. It, loose. <laughs> I know. Loose. And you're sucking yeah. dicks. Well, there's that. Okay. <laughs> but that's a hell free. of a drug. Not for free. Um, no, I just think that, you know, if you really, really want to know and you're at a good enough position with your kid where you can actually bring it up, then allow him to fucking 
give him the space and the, and the talk, I think, to at least let him fucking say it. You know what I mean? Rather than just blurting it out. You know, or sometimes people might need that. They might need that that one question to fucking allow them to say it out loud. You know what I mean? It has to be done out of love, though. Yeah. It has to be done out of love. Yeah. I Yeah, I agree. That's, that's a hard one, man. It, it really is. To me, it's just if they choose to, they choose to, and they'll tell you when they want to tell you. And if not, then who cares? You know, you're still going to go do whatever you guys do together and hang up. So why even worry about it? You know, yeah. your kid, don't worry about it. If they are, they are, they're not, they're not. Who cares? It's still your kid. Right. Yeah. I mean, even as a young, you know, as a young father, when I was having, you know, I had my first boy, I used to always joke like, man, I don't give a shit what you are. Heart this right now. Yeah. You? I mean, a little bit, you know what I mean? I don't give a shit who you are, but like, you know, if your son's gay, you're like, what are you, why? it's like you know but i like i've a hundred percent changed my position over the time and i don't now i truly don't give a shit i'd way rather have someone be comfortable in their own skin and be the human they are you know what i mean but yeah it's like all the only reasons back then that were selfish for me was like dude i can't tell you how to get dick you know they'll get it yeah they'll get it yeah and and what i've learned about the gay community over the years after working at wild planet and around a bunch of savage motherfuckers was that uh they get dick, dude. <laughs> well, it's not a fucking problem. It's actually, they get so much dick that it, it makes me jealous of how easy it is to fucking get laid, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we already know how we are. Right. So now there's two of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's insane, dude. Yeah. It, it's, it is totally, totally nuts. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, bless them. Yeah, you know, God bless. Yeah, him, dude. dude, have fun. Fucking, Enjoy I'd watch some of those guys walk in from Wild Planet after they had just done like a back alley hookup, and I would just salute them like a soldier. Dude. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, where'd you go? They're like, oh, we met in the alley. I'm like, just now. <laughs> They're like, yep, cracked it off. You're like, god damn, dude. Yeah, and that's how much amazing. how much work that it takes for us to get a woman to talk to us. Yeah, and now with the way things are. We're already insecure at that age. <laughs> I know. Totally. So insanely insecure. <laughs> yeah. And then all you're told is everything that you're going to say and do is wrong. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. But it's not at all. Yeah. Well, my daughter just realized the other day that this little boy has been flirting with her for like a month and she, it just didn't, didn't click. My daughter's gorgeous, right? Like, you know, and she's eighth grade and, She's starting to look like a woman, you know what I mean? And there's this little fucking nerdy dude that's like in a couple of her classes that like keeps talking to her. And finally it literally clicked the other day. And this kid has been shooting his shot for months at this point. Like, but you realize it's so awkward, dude. Like he's like just trying to weirdly joke with her or like says yeah, something what dumb. All, what we've all you know done. what I mean? Like, but this boy's out here fucking giving it hell. You know what I mean? And finally my daughter realized that he fucking likes her. And then he asked her to the dance today, I guess. You know what I mean? And she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm all well, I don't what do you want to do? I don't know what to do. What do you want to do? You know, yeah, do I mean you're yeah. gonna get you're gonna be at the dance anyway. What are you gonna do if he asks you to dance? She's like I don't know. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. That is our, my whole life, like feeling like that. You know what I mean? Just being. And, and, and that's something that's not understood that is really, 
I, I, it's in, it, it, it really bothers me. What? That, like, men, young men, boys, young men and stuff are getting a lot of really confusing messages. Oh, dude. And yeah. they already don't know how to deal with the testosterone and stuff that's raging through oh, their totally, body. Yeah. You know, and then they're getting this, all of this stuff given to them at an age where they already don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. And then they're supposed, like, I don't, I don't even know how they're supposed to, like, I couldn't, you know, no, I, dude, it's, it's like now at least right. like at least like when i was a kid at least you know it was like you definitely like there were, obviously there's gay kids right and they had to go through their own struggles but as like a hetero boy and hetero girls which was 99 percent of all of them you know you knew at least there was something that could happen right like and i asked my nephews not too long ago who they're all in middle school early high school getting yeah. out of high school i'm like what's up with girls dude do you ever fucking talk to girls and they're like they're all lesbians because <laughs> all the gender you know gender bender the pronoun shit you know all girls are fucking you know not all girls but a lot of women and, and even a lot of guys you know they're all identifying in these things and like the kids like my my nephews and shit they're all they're straight dude and they're you know they're not fucking being disrespectful or nothing but they're like i don't even know how to talk to anybody like i don't know <laughs> so everybody every time i talk to someone they're like well i'm non-binary and he's like so do you want to go to the movies or is that a no like what do you like what do you what is this dude you know it's got to be tough man it's got to be fucking tough yeah oh boy. this is a this is a start the podcast conversation yeah you know you, you yeah. know because it's it is it's it's incredible yeah. it is it is very you know it, it this is the this is something we should start with tonight, yeah because well, we'll, we're about to get into some like this could be a while <laughs> you, yeah, you know totally, yeah i mean it it it's literally been the sign of the downfall of civilizations over history yeah i've I've heard that yeah you, you know, mean, and if you, you know, look at what happened in certain places yeah. like them Roma questioning stuff, you know when a society starts questioning gender and all that shit it's usually a tale of the sign not that it's bad right but it, it is it is something that seems to happen at the end of most major civilizations. So yeah, I mean, wait, we can pick it up next time, dude, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a trip, but yeah. uh, if your kid's gay, love them anyway, dude. Yeah. Or beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Don't ever no, do that. Don't do that. that. You know? Yeah. If, if he is, he is. And if he isn't, he isn't, who cares, man? Uh, the gay camp. So you can send him to a gay camp. Yes. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus can way. do it. Definitely. Definitely send him to an all boys. Jesus gay camp. Where the the I'm sure the fucking people that work there are closeted gay guys. If you really want to fucking cement in the gay on him, send him to a Jesus gay camp. Yes, that'll fucking do it. Yeah, he'll be the gayest human you've ever met when he comes out. Yes, yeah. Way 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 to go, Craig. Yeah. That is solid advice. But then man. when he comes back, tell him like, now nah, how do you feel? Yeah, put him in a jujitsu class. <laughs> Let him roll around with some guys. There you go, man. Yeah. Fucking a. Yeah, it. and then he gets choked out, and then we're back to the whole. I now can't breathe. Now we're back yeah. to your porn, porn <laughs> yeah. search. Yes, exactly. It's perfect spot to end yeah. the podcast, dude. All right, man. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. You can get all these episodes early. I do appreciate everyone that sent in questions. Uh, keep them coming. We're going to change topics and do some other stuff. Call the Get Heavy Hotline, 805-666-2314. 
Give us a like on all socials. Hit those notification bells. Follow, rate, subscribe, review the podcast. Thank you so much. Support the garage, Ventura, California. Soul Sundays, baby. Soul Sundays. Open from 11 to 11. Um, DJ also is there just playing some funk and jazz and hip hop and, and keeping it all fun and light and just chilling, man. Swing by and say hi. Big J's in the house. All right. Beautiful. Thanks, guys.